You're listening to a podcast from the Cinema Geekly Podcast Network. We're the geeks you deserve and the ones you need right now. Brand new episode of Here the Walking Dead, Cinema Geekly's all-encompassing omnibus Walking Dead podcast. It's Anthony and Aurora, and we are back talking more Fear the Walking Dead. It is season five, episode thirteen. Lucky number thirteen. Leave mm-hmm. what you don't. A uh, lot of stuff happened in this episode. Yeah. It didn't feel like stuff was gonna happen in this episode at first. Right. But then a lot of stuff happened in this episode. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it a little bit. Uh, we get a flashback to Logan, who is still working with Clayton, leaving boxes on the side of the road when he gets a distress call from a woman named Serena who's trapped by walkers at a supply station by Mar- uh, by Mile Marker 65. His truck right. is low on gas, so he calls on Clayton to help, but he doesn't respond. You see, Logan is uh, calling Clayton, but what he doesn't know is that Clayton's truck has been stolen by Sarah and yep yep he has no idea that that is going on so Logan's like all right I'm gonna try to get there myself and he tries but the truck finally runs out of gas so he gets out on his feet and he is sprinting as fast as this old man can to try Mm -hmm. to get to the station to help her but by the time he gets there it's too late the walkers busted into the door and they tore this poor woman apart. Yep. And he comes outside, he falls to his knees, just overcome with grief. So sad that he was unable to save this woman. When all of a sudden he looks up and sees a group of people riding on horseback <laughs> dressed like, like Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> Like, these people just aren't on horseback with, like, you know, Justin Bieber shirts and, like, <laughs> yoga pants. No. These people... No, they're, like, right dressed for their part. Yeah. No, they're in full-on cowboy regalia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, this woman gets off her horse, introduces herself as Virginia, and says uh, that he likes what they're doing. Uh, and he offers their condolences. And she says that she's been keeping tabs on him, shares his vision... Um, but he says, and she says that we can get from yesterday to tomorrow and says, you know, like she wants his help or she wants to help him. Mm-hmm. So in the present day, uh, we are at the oil fields and we're seeing how it's Luciana, Wendell, uh, and a few other people, the kids, Dylan, Max, Annie, mm-hmm. they're all helping with some of clayton's old partners i guess yeah, in the zombie apocalypse kids work <laughs> yeah i mean you gotta yes. no child labor laws <laughs> um but this is when we meet up with the end of last episode logan and his crew show up mm-hmm. and basically force them to you know well at least he gets them to surrender but his goal is to force them to show them how to get the the fuel cooking so they can use it 
Uh, elsewhere, Alicia finishes painting another tree while Strand notices uh, that she left the radio on, and she's like, look, uh, she keeps talking to Wes, hoping that Wes is going to hear it and want to help. Uh, suddenly, uh, they hear a radio call asking for help, and Alicia calls June and tells them that somebody might need their help, but June and uh, John are on their way to the oil field to help deal with uh, Logan, as they believe that he is on their way there. Uh, Alicia decides that they're going to try to help this Janus girl. Uh, I think her name is Janus or Janice? Janice, uh, yeah. I think it's Janice. Uh, and they're off to, to help her. So, uh, back at the, uh, back at the oil fields, Logan reveals that it was in the cut footage from their tape that he was actually able to see the journals. So that's why he didn't need them to find the oil field, uh, because somebody had filmed them or got them on film and he was able to see them, uh, that way. He actually burns the journals tosses them into a fire and says that, you know, they're just prolonging the inevitable. And he's also trying to help people, but in a much larger way, not in this tiny way that these mm -hmm. guys have been doing it, I guess. Um, but uh, people aren't particularly like nobody, nobody in our group is interested in helping Logan. Right. Um, they're interested in not starting a fight, but they also don't really want to help him. Uh, some of Logan's men are stopped in a blockade, which was a trap by Sarah and Dwight. Uh, and they use the truck to get into the oil field. And when they do that, all we actually end up with is yet another standoff. At the end of the day, uh, our group is bluffing. They're not going to start firing or killing people. They want to try to talk them out of what they're doing to find a better way and a better solution uh, to all of this. Uh, at some point, uh, the fire that's been like they've got cooking the oil to help separate the, the gasoline from it uh, has started getting out of control and they're having trouble putting it out. And all of this fire and all of this smoke is luring walkers to the site. And things get crazy real quick, right? There's zombies mm -hmm. everywhere. Uh, people are starting to inhale smoke. People are trying to escape, etc., uh, etc. Et Meanwhile, uh, Strand and Alicia's car runs out of gas. And they're forced to run to Janice. Just like uh, before. Right. Just with like the other girl, there's a lot of uh, mirroring here with what happened to Logan. Yeah. Yep. Um, so basically uh, in the mess of all of this, Sarah saves Logan from like the smoke inhalation. And Logan's like, you know, come on, we're both. It's like if the smoke's going to get us or the zombies are going to get us. Uh, he's, uh, you know, he's all out of hope uh, at this point. And it's then on the radio that he hears Janice on the radio. And mm -hmm. he's like, holy, you know, you've got to be shitting me. Because she, as it turns out, uh, all these months later, is in the same... Huge coincidence, by the way. Huge coincidence. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Yeah, some things. Uh, sometimes, sometimes that happens. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. I yeah. guess we can let it slide <laughs> in the zombie apocalypse. Uh, there's only so many places for for cover, I suppose, that one could run to. Um, but at first, he's like, "Give up hope." There's a gun. I left it there. It's mine. There's one bullet left in it, and suggests that she should use it on herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just as she is about to. They hear like a gunshot, but then they hear more gunshots. Uh, and when they're trying to find out who it is or find out what's going on, they find out that it's Wes. Wes saved uh, Janice. This character on the show. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, and he was like, you know, he heard Alicia on the radio and he'd been listening and didn't want to listen to somebody die over the radio, wanted to return the favor, that sort of thing. Alicia and Strand show up. Uh, Strand's like, whatever happened to people or people? And he's like, yeah, sometimes they're not. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes. <laughs> sometimes zombies. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> sometimes they're zombies. Um, but, you know, so all is well. And I think this whole situation sort of dawns on... Logan, because when they go back out after the smoke is cleared, he tells all of his people to lower their guns. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, maybe we lost our way a little bit. Um, you know, maybe uh, things aren't as bad as they seem. You know, that sort of thing, right? Uh, he tells everyone that you know maybe we should continue Clayton's mission after all, and suddenly. Logan and his crew are all shot in the head. Yeah. Dead. And by whom? It's by Virginia and her group on horseback. And she's got <laughs> a lot of people. I want to refer to them as the Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption crew from that one. Yes, the Red Dead crew. <laughs> I mean, they showed up uh, in force. There's a lot of them. Yeah. And... Virginia reveals that she's been watching all of them. Suggests that they could all help each other. And she's like, well, wait a minute. We're working with Logan. Look what happened to him just now. You guys mm-hmm. shot him. And they're like, he outlived his usefulness. Like, we wanted him to do this thing. And he didn't do it. Uh, it's like, we don't have room for people like that. Um, you know, she tells Dwight that she they can help him find Sherry. June, her settlement. And Sarah and Wendell, their brewery, all in exchange for keeping the oil fields running. They they have a movement going. They're trying to, she said, to think of them as, like, settlers, like frontiersmen. Right. Um, and she's like, you know, in the future, people are going to look at what we did and think of it as barbaric, just like we do in our history and we look back. Uh, she's mm-hmm. like, but at least there will be people to look back on it. Um. That's and that's where she's coming from. Uh, they refuse uh, to keep the oil fields running, so she orders her people to prepare to kill them. But Luciana offers to stay and help them make gas if she lets the others go. Virginia eventually agrees and tells everyone that her offer is still on the table when they want to take it. So, what did you think of "Leave What You Don't"? Oh, where to start? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have some opinions. Um, main one is I appreciate 
that they um, made it a little bit more um, interesting to watch the show. <laughs> yes. Because they had more action in it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if it's maybe because I miss stuff, but I feel like, I don't know. And maybe you disagree with me, but I I thought this show was not, there were a lot of loopholes. That's mm-hmm. that's my main issue because, and maybe it's because I wanted the story to go a different way because here's what I'm thinking. You see Logan at the beginning in that flashback yes. trying to save this girl, right? Mm-hmm. He couldn't save her. And then this Red Dead crew shows yes. shows up. Immediately, at that moment, immediately, I thought, these people set traps so that people can come and save someone they think is in danger mm-hmm. so that they can lure them into that place and maybe, you know, I don't know, kill them or in, in the case, Recruit in this case, them. like make deals. That, right. So that's exa- that's immediately what I thought. So I'm way, I'm just, you know, getting ready for, you know, the rest of the episode. This is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then when this other girl is trapped in this, the same place. Yeah. I thought I was getting confirmation from the show that, yes, this Red Dead crew is using this tactic as a way to trap people. And then Alicia and Strian are going there and going to get trapped. And this girl that's in the gas station is part of their crew. Mm-hmm. It's not what happened. No, I mean, <laughs> no. she might not be part of their crew, but they may be purposefully putting people in these situations they might. Or, they leading might. Pe- and, or leading people into these situations. I mean, she did say that she was, uh, when she gets rescued, she says, I'm trying to get away from a group. She didn't yes. say what group it is. So it yes. might be this crew. Yes. Um, I, I think almost certainly it is. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. Because if that's not the case, when I realized that that might not be the case and that mm-hmm. she was just, it was a coincidence yeah. That she was in the same gas station. I was like, no, I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that seems like, and it must be someplace close to where they base. It must. It must well. be. Please yeah. fear the walking dead. Please make, make this story make sense. And then, I mean, the maybe other... the, maybe the last girl, the one that Logan tried to save, maybe she also was trying to escape from these trying people, but she died before she had a chance to tell Logan that mm-hmm. this is what she was doing. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, you know, they follow that, uh, story that way and then I would be okay with it. Mm -hmm. But my other problem is that we've spent, I don't know how many episodes on Logan and how Logan might be a threat. And it's like this little, like, I, I, he's like a mosquito just being annoying Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the side not being like a, an, an actual, um, you know, real threat, but just annoying, right? Honestly, you know and what? Um, this is going to feel not right. But I, <laughs> oh, no. I think <laughs> the Logan stuff has only been, uh, I want to say, five or six episodes mm-hmm. out of the... Not maybe not even half of the episodes of this season, but it feels like way it more. It feels longer. Oh, you yeah. feel right? It yeah. Dra- it so, dragged. So you 
You would think, I mean, at least I would think that if they're, you know, giving this guy so much attention mm-hmm. in the show, something's going to happen, right? And just he's just dead. Yeah, I was happy that with threat it. Is, that, <laughs> that threat is gone. Nothing really insane happened with this group, uh, was, this Logan he, group. Yeah, he wasn't really a threat. As, as it turns out, he was only... Uh, an extension controlled by these people. Yeah, yeah, he was an extension of this other group. He was a a small fry in the grander scheme of things. Right. Um so um go ahead. I I don't know. I just feel like the way that everything was done, it was messy. From the way that I saw it, it, it yes. just looked messy. It didn't look like a clean story like we've seen before in this show. Like this show has had seasons that the story was very clean. Yeah. And very well put together. In this one, it looks like it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. So, for the most part, I, I think I spent maybe the first three quarters of this episode thinking it was okay. It was just moving along like so many of the other episodes we've watched recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the end, it's like Logan just turns good. And I'm like, well, right. okay. Uh, what happens now? Like, I had a feeling that cowboy people had something to do with this, because, you know, why would you show that? And it's such a striking visual. Uh, Right. You know, like, what what is this? What's going on? Uh, And then, by the time the episode was over, though, I I felt like, oh, finally we're getting going. Mm Mm-hmm. Which, you know, sucks, because there's only three, three episodes left. Right. Uh, but I have a feeling this will bleed over. I presume it will. Mm-hmm. Uh, into another season. But, yeah. uh, you know, we were talking about how there doesn't feel like there's much conflict. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I mean, knowing that who Logan was working for, and I presume that these people are bad, but... I'm also going to presume that they're trying to do good, but they just don't care if bad gets done and the, you know, the, the ends justifying the means, uh, that those types of bad guys is what I'm expecting. But it, it now sort of makes sense why there wasn't as much violence between Logan's group and, uh, our group because, Mm -hmm. you know, the group he's working for, they're quote unquote, trying to do good. And so is this group, and they're not necessarily at odds with each other. So it sort of made sense, but it also made for kind of boring television. Right, exactly. Uh, as well. Yeah. And I feel like there's going to definitely be, like, Virginia's group, the Red Dead gang, mm-hmm. uh, they definitely feel like they're way more of a threat and more willing to use threats. Uh, and they definitely feel more dangerous and violent. And there's uh, definitely a philosophical divide between these two groups. And that's got me excited for where the show is going to go. So by the end of the episode, I was pretty happy. Okay. I sort of like, I, I, no, I agree You're with optimistic. you. You're optimistic. I am optimistic. Uh, yeah. But I do feel, I also agree with you that how they got to all of this felt very choppy. Yeah. Um, it, it was not very smooth. No. But I can't control that. All I know is that I, I'm interested in what they're doing right now. And I hope from here on out, it goes smoothly. Uh, yeah. We shall see. Yeah. It, it remains to be seen. They, 
uh, they have had a lot of pretty ho-hum episodes in the last few weeks. I, I mean, mm-hmm. basically since coming back from the break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and <laughs> I, I was also, like, perplexed that yeah. we have a character like Alicia mm-hmm. that, you know, we can argue she's a badass in the show. Yep. But she... She has kind of like taken the role of Madison yeah. in a way. Yep. Right? And in this episode, like she's just painting trees. What's happening? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, she had her she had her uh her Like I get it. I moment. get it. Yeah. But like literally, like everybody like you have Luciana like actually like doing like hard labor. Like she's or old dirty. Oh yeah. And you, Trying to make this oil work, and all the yeah. kids are working. Kids look like, like chimney sweeps. Yeah, you have June and John like going around trying to get supplies, trying to find a place. Like everybody has a role that's mm. important, and then you have Alicia just painting. Yeah, well, I mean, they weren't helping anybody. <laughs> they were just sitting on the side of the road. What else are you going to do with all your free time? <laughs> She's like the graffiti artist in this show. Yeah, oh. just She's tagging my graffiti artist. Just tagging all the trees. Um, no, I mean, I, I, I see what you mean. And it, it, and they're also trying to do something a little bit different with this group. Uh, You know, Mm -hmm. previously groups that have gotten together have stayed for the most part, very inward. I mean, you see even in the proper walking dead, like all those communities trying to come together, isn't always easy, even though they have friends in all of the communities, right? Uh, them coming together as one to do something hasn't always even been easy it's been very inward and they're doing something mm-hmm. a little bit different with this group which is making them more outward uh right and reaching out to people uh so i feel like you're going to inherently get a little less badassness that you would get from a group that's more uh paranoid and inward uh about protecting what's theirs uh, mm-hmm. as opposed to people who want to give what they have to people who need it. Yeah. Um, so I think inherently you're going to get a little bit less of that stuff, but I don't know. We'll see. I feel like there might be, we, we could be on the verge of a bit of a shift uh, with yeah. this new group coming in. It doesn't feel like um, with a group in numbers like this and as armed as they are and uh, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know how much trying to convince them to do the right thing is going to help uh, when they already feel like they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I don't know. I am up. Op- I am optimistic, but uh, you know we shall see. And plus, it's Red Dead Redemption, like it's yeah. cowboys. Like what? Yeah. There's a group uh, of cowboys. Can I, can I also say that um, in this show, I think I, I, I everybody knows that. Well, Madison was my my favorite character. She's gone now. Morgan yeah. is my favorite character, yeah. but not in this episode though. But Sarah is yeah. amazing. I yeah, love that. I love that when uh, the Red Dead crew shows up and they tell you know tell them what their plan is. She's like, "You can take your plan and <laughs> stick it up your poop shoot." Poop shoot. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that made me laugh out loud. I'm gonna use that in my life. I love Sarah. She's I'm gonna great. use that that phrase. Yeah, she's you're gonna, great. You're gonna use poop shoot more often. Poop shoot. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hearing you say it there is funny uh, <laughs> yeah more people do need to say that agreed agreed uh, yes. if this show has taught us anything uh, yes. so yeah 
all in all, I, I enjoyed. Uh, they did sort of just explain why, sort of, why we don't see Morgan or Althea or Grace or Daniel. They're just like, they're off doing stuff. They're out of range. <laughs> right. I don't know if they're on vacation together. I don't know if they all went on a cruise or something and they couldn't film that week, but they've been off the show for a couple weeks here. So Yeah. Yes. Maybe Skidmark had kittens and, you know, they're helping oh my give God, them I away. Be, I will be okay with that storyline. <laughs> Everybody gets a kitten. Yay! Uh, <laughs> Aurora, what would, you, uh, what would you give episode 13? I gave it a 3.5. Okay. You know, we're really close. I gave it 3.5 as well. So yeah. I think yeah. just looking at it from slightly different perspectives. but I, I Which I is, you know, it's higher than the past two scores I gave this show. Oh, for sure. The past two episodes, I gave it a very low score. This is moving up a little bit. A bit of a return to form. Yeah. yeah. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, all right. So before we sign off, let's thank uh, the good people over at Fandango uh, for sponsoring the show. com slash Fandango. Head on over there to pick yourself up some movie tickets or a gift card for the movie fan in your life. That's at com slash Fandango or click the support us link in the show notes for this episode. And of course, uh, head on over to com to check out the archives of the show. And you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. Just search for Pod. Not podcasters of Shield. Uh, we just did that show. Uh, just search for "Hear the Walking Dead" and hit subscribe. Uh, that way, you can hear us come back next time. Talk about more "Fear the Walking Dead." It'll be season five, episode fourteen, called "Today and Tomorrow." <laughs>